more than you think. Yeah. But I think it's about just becoming familiar with it. Yes. Honestly, this conversation for me, and I feel like I am going to be representing a lot of people out there, is is just helping my understanding and just feeling comfortable knowing the term so that when I go out in a classroom or, you know, conducting myself in the community, I want to be able to use the terms properly. Yeah. That's sickening. Hey, Amy, what's up? Hey, um, not much. Uh, what do you mean, not much? Well, I was just going to jump in and say that Alex probably unlocked the best way to spend four ninety nine. One Direction. I, I kind of knew about One Direction all along. I mean, who didn't? <laughs> There's some really catchy songs. And I always think those songs I remember. But this kind of took it to the next level. Um, what did we do this Tuesday, Alex? We really needed a pick-me-up, so we were checking for a documentary that was about an artist, and we thought, Sean Mendes, that's the way to go. Those who know me know I've had a crush on Sean Mendes forever, and we flipped it on, and did we even last 10 minutes? I don't know. We were pretty disengaged. It was not, it was not the kind of documentary that you want from an artist like those ones are supposed to pump you up and get you excited and feeling inspired after and I looked at Alex and I was like I think we're ready for a change like this is not what I was looking for tonight we found the perfect solution though and I would almost go as far as saying it's probably the best four ninety nine you'll ever spend we decided to rent the One Direction This Is Us movie but now I think I'm regretting it and we should have bought it It was amazing, guys. Like, I didn't know about these five cute, lovely boys that I am super into. They were just like, I thought I was kind of like so into it and so wrapped up that I was hoping I would could pick just my top favorite at the end. And I couldn't because I loved them all. (laughs) It was so good. Like, I was reliving everything because I'm a huge directioner. Yes, I'm using the term directioner. I have... Been there from the start. I have a fan fiction online of Harry Styles and like, oh, yeah. Is it like active, like you could still look it up? Oh, for sure. Like where? I'm not plugging it, but I'll show you it later. <laughs> I was like, tell me more, actually. I really want to read it. It's some of my best work, embarrassingly <laughs> enough. Well, Harry Styles is an amazing pick because oh, he's dimples. such a gem. Like he's grown into such a stylish, young, happening man and I am very proud to breaking see breaking all those gender stereotypes yes and also just like I guess like his journey was really all in front of camera pretty much from age 16 onward and I, I'd say he stayed pretty humble along the way from what I've seen so far I mean knowing Harry very closely I'd say yes <laughs> <laughs> really tight um yeah guys like especially if you're in lockdown or in isolation for the second wave I think it's worth a watch. I really enjoyed it. It was so catchy and fun. And it definitely picked us up that Tuesday night. And we've been listening to One Direction daily since. In the classroom? Uh Subjecting our students to this? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I was trying to think. I was like, where was I when this was all occurring? And I think I just didn't have that girl crazy fan moment with them. Mostly because I was in university. But it's... I, I'm hooked. I'm into it. So I'm honestly I was 
reflecting on this year and I was thinking, what is the most proudest accomplishment of my life? And I think it's getting Amy into One Direction, <laughs> even after they've split up. And, like, she's yeah. so into it. We're watching all of the old videos. Oh. I'm currently looking for merch, like, old vintage merch. <laughs> so if you find any, uh, feel free to email us uh, because I really want to buy some just to, like, rock it under a cardigan, like, some One Direction band shirts and stuff. Oh. Love. Cardboard cutouts, anything you have. Send us everything you have. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. It's a continuation from... Episode four. Yeah. And uh, it's on the same topic. We just had so much content that we wanted to share and break it up a little bit for you all. (laughs) Yeah. Enjoy. Okay. Transgender. You are... like you're changing trans as in transforming and changing your sexual orientation is is it not when you're i think you kind of gave us a hint too earlier alex you said like cisgendered would be where your sexual organs and your gender identity match and then trans would be where your organs and your gender identity do not match Yes, that's more it because you're, what did you say, sexual orientation? Yeah. That's a little bit different. Right. So, like, you would have female parts, but you'd identify as male. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, the opposite to to cisgender. Okay. Opposite to cisgender. Mm -hmm. Cisgender, new, like, vocab for me. Yeah. Now we can, like, use that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so just the opposite of cisgender. So you may be have female parts but you identify as male yeah or you're making even a transition to being a complete male well you could be transgender without making a transition okay so you can be born with the like biology of a female but identify as a male know you're a male outwardly express as a male but not do the transition there's a lot of reasons not to transition it can come down to money surgery costs a lot it's a lot on the body and so you can be transgender without transitioning okay. your body parts. Mm-hmm. Or you might choose to transition. Yeah. And that's either way. Yeah. Trans. All right. Next word from Word Bowl. A- word toss. Word toss. Oh my gosh, I forgot my own <laughs> Word toss salad bowl. <laughs> word toss. Asexual. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is where you are not interested sexually in anyone else. Is that correct? Like you don't have... You're not attracted to people in a sexual manner? Yes. Yeah. So you can have, like, romantic attractions. Mm-hmm. And this is also different than being, like, celibate or waiting until ma- marriage. That's not asexuality. That's just, that's a whole different concept entirely. It is just you don't have sexual feelings for anyone. anyone. Yeah. Well, I just remember in Biology 7, you learned the term asexual. And I always remembered because I'd be like, example, rock. No, <laughs> Like, you're just not having romantic feelings. But, like, I think there are individuals out there now, obviously, who classify themselves as asexual. They just don't have Mm -hmm. romantic feelings for people. Mm -hmm. Romantic feelings different than sexual feelings. Okay, so romantic... Oh, sorry, romantic they could have, but not sexual Yeah, like, for you, Amy, I have, have like, romantic... Not even romantic. I have, like, friendship feelings towards you. I asexual. don't want to have sex with you. But right. that doesn't mean I'm asexual. I'm just saying that I feel like your Our friend... relationship is asexual. Um, <laughs> no, um, I'm just saying, like, there's no sex between you and I. Yeah. So, th- But we can still have a different... Like, we still have a relationship. So I guess the difference between romantic and 
sexual because I know I don't know if it'll come up in salad bowl word toss um, but aromantic is also a term I believe where ooh, correct me if I'm wrong again this is old knowledge that I haven't come yeah. across in a while but I believe you can be sexually attracted to people without feeling romantic feelings for them so mm -hmm. I don't know exactly how you define the romantic feelings but kind of that intimate connection perhaps yeah I, I believe that's also a term yes is correct yeah. Yeah, and it's not coming up in salad bowl word to us. Oh, there you go. Threw in a bonus there. So you can be yeah. aromantic, like you're just having sexual relations with someone. Mm -hmm. But not interested romantically in connecting with like them. Like feelings. -wise. I can understand that one a lot more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was mine. Kelly, your turn. Okay. Ally. Hmm. Okay, well, I know this one because Alex used this one. It would be a friend that is in support of LGBTQ principles, fundamentals, and their own friends as well who identify as queer or gay or lesbian or LGBTQ. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Someone supports, celebrates, stands up for an ally. Great. Nailed it. Yeah. I'm glad I got this one because there's a lot of brackets. <laughs> um, so it has non-binary or gender binary or gender non-binary, sorry, gender fluid and agender. So all kind of mm. words around that. So gender non-binary. Can I take a step yes, at it? Yeah. Please. Would this be someone who doesn't identify with a one of the two genders? So not identifying with the binary gender system. So, like you said, gender fluid, they would float more on that spectrum where they don't identify as left or right, per se, mm -hmm. as female or male, but somewhere in between. Yeah, exactly. You just don't ascribe to to the typical, like, yeah, male, it, female. Because you guys, I, like, talked about a spectrum, it just makes me think of someone that would float on that spectrum. Yeah. Wherever they would want to go. And a little bit, I feel like, our ideas in society are very like left, right, male, female, mm -hmm. and shifting our own thinking towards that spectrum a little bit more then makes a lot of these make way more sense. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. I pulled from the top here. Ooh, I'm glad you guys got this. The experts here. Uh-oh. Pansexual or omnisexual. This is one that I feel like you, if you break it down to its roots, pan meaning all. Oh, boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sorry, you took it. Well, <laughs> well, I'm kind of second guessing myself because now I'm I'm wondering if this I I know this term from the past, but I'm wondering if it means you identify with all sexualities or or um all like no that would be non-gender binary or if you're <laughs> attracted to all sexes. Help me out here. Yeah, you're you're right. It's more the attraction. So pan is when you're attracted to. Everybody, yeah, you're nodding. Amy knows. She knows. Well, I only know because of Schitt's Creek and yes. Dave Levy's character on that show. Dan Levy. Or sorry, Dan Levy, sorry. He... Everybody, not just male, female, but... Identifies as pansexual. Mm -hmm. And so his attraction... Oh, they have such a good... A good yeah, a good um, moment of introducing that term. Moment and analogy where he talks about... He's like, well, I thought you I thought you only drank red wine. Yes. Oh, I drank the white red wine. wine. I even sampled the rosé wine. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, I'm into the wine, not the label. Yes. Which I is love such that. a oh, great, great... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, such a great way to kind of explain that. I love that, yeah. And that was... I remember that episode and I was thinking that was such a progressive way of introducing that term to modern viewers yes. of the show as well. Yeah. So, totally. Yeah. Totally. 
good. And I guess that would be, like we were talking about earlier with bisexual, mm-hmm. how bi perhaps isn't the, like, I don't know if it's the right, not right word, but yeah. some people might identify as bi, but might be more on the spectrum. So that's kind of what we were talking yes. about. Yes, where bi, bi like, does, like the, the vocabulary itself doesn't necessarily encompass it, whereas I feel like the individuals can. At least that's mm-hmm. my experience. So the vocabulary, when you break it down to its like Latin roots or whatnot, doesn't encompass that whole spectrum, but myself, I identify, identify that way. Yeah. 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 But just Good. feel comfortable with bi as my own mm-hmm. identification. Right. He, even going back to the word queer, like you were like, some people choose not to use that word queer mm-hmm. for them and they would say gay rather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. lesbian. And it, it's really or... funny because like for me, yeah, it really makes a lot of sense because I'm not comfortable calling myself queer. Like, it's not, not, not comfortable. It just doesn't, like, it's like calling me Alex with an E instead of Alex with an I. It's like my name, but not quite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That kind of makes sense. quite jive for you. Yeah. Sure. Fair. Whose turn is it? I think Your it's turn. me. Ooh. I, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, lesbian. Okay. This is when two women are attracted to each other romantically and sexually. Yeah. Doesn't need to be two women. Could just be a single woman <laughs> who is attracted Sing- to other women. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I'm single. People. She <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>, hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's hard. Ooh. Oh. So, oh, I see it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll work true as te- a team. True test. <laughs> so LGBTQ plus is a short version of everything. So LGBTQ has actually many things but there's so many letters that people shorten it when they say it so the full version is lgbt2qqiaap and each of these have a name and we are going to say them all okay well i can do uh, how about i take the easy ones i'm gonna go first <laughs> yeah you have to go in order though yeah yeah can we all take Let... a guess okay or should we just like work through i think we oh well let's just all take it I is that know. like insensitive? Go as far as you can. I, okay, what I'll go if, as far. What if we're just like, I feel like alligator? I, yeah. Well, don't guess alligator. <laughs> <laughs> How about I do the ones I know? I feel more comfortable with that. So okay. I'm going to go lesbian, gay, bi, trans. And then the two means are two, two spirits. Yeah. Oh, that means Sorry. two. Two spirits. Two spirit. Okay, so then that was like trans and two spirits because it goes LGBT2. Queer. I-A-A-P. I'm going to stop at the second Q and see if Callie can take over. Okay, uh, off the hop, I don't know what the second Q is, but I'm going to take guesses at the other ones. Is that okay? Well, I'll just fill in that Q Oh, then. okay. It's yeah. questioning. Oh, Questioning. Yes. Yeah, okay. So yeah, that means so like I'm they're sure. in that spectrum floating, maybe exploring. Yeah. And okay. and again, myself. I'm sure, maybe. Like, I, I knew that I wasn't hetero, but I doesn't really know where I fell in my, like... Spectrum. Identity and mm-hmm. everything, yeah. Okay. So I guess I was questioning for. So that was a while. queer, then questioning, then the I would be. Is that intersex? Yep. Okay, okay, intersex, which is what we talked about, where you could have both parts of body organs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then maybe identify maybe differently as mm-hmm. one or on that spectrum of binary. Okay, mm-hmm. then there's two A's. One came a- up in, in. Asexual? Yep. Oh, asexual. Maybe I don't know about A the and a P. A gender. A gender. Oh, okay. So you, so you don't, don't So again yeah. you're on that spectrum. Yeah. Okay, A gender and P. 
pansexual pan yes. oh my god good. good and we actually technically had all those words so let's try it again here's a good student a plus if you can get it <laughs> yes lesbian gay bi trans two-spirit queer questioning intersexual asexual the other a a gender Kelly may have word mouthed that one to me. <laughs> <laughs> and P is pansexual. Yay! Yay! I did it. Very I'm good. I'm so impressed. I'm learning so much. That's me really too. good. Yeah. I'm I was a little so intimidated by that one. I, I, I know, and it looks so long when you look at it, but yeah, Amy, you crushed it. Like yeah. going through it and stuff. You know more than you think. Yeah. But I think it's about just becoming familiar with it. Like, yes. Honestly, this conversation for me, and I feel like I am going to be representing a lot of people out there, is is just helping my understanding and yes. just feeling comfortable knowing the term so that when I go out in a classroom or, you know, conducting myself in the community, I want to be able to use the terms properly. Yeah. Totally. And I so, think that's, yeah, a, I that's our, our job, right? And that's the best because there's things that I, I'm not super aware of. And this is something I feel more comfortable with in vocabulary. And that's why I'm really glad we're doing this. Yeah. Give this to other people. I love this. <laughs> There's two more, three Only? more in there, I think. Oh, my, oh my gosh. We have one more each. Okay. <gasps> oh, here we go. Last Final three. round. Yeah. Final jam. Okay, I know this one because I identify as this. Okay. It's straight. That's a Q. Mm-hmm. And then there's another Q, people. Okay, well, a, he- a heterosexual person, a sub- someone who is romantically attracted to traditionally the opposite gender. Use the, would also this classify as a cis? cis? Not, Not technically. Quite. Oh. <laughs> you could be cis, you could be, like, I would identify as a cisgendered, so I have female organs and I identify as female and I'm also heterosexual or what was it straight straight Straight. Straight. okay (laughs) i'm also straight i'm attracted to men but you could have maybe male organs and identify as female and be attracted to men men yes okay yeah and so in that case you would be transgender okay but you would you would be still straight okay Okay, like yes. Be, okay. So your identified gender is opposite than than the gender you're attracted to? Can you say that or, one more time? So, for example, in the case of a trans woman, so with mm-hmm. male body parts identifies as female, mm-hmm. she would be straight, or they would be straight if they were attracted to a man. Yes, you're, okay. yes, because you're you're attracted to the opposite gender of what you identify as. Okay, but then that man who would date that transgender female would maybe be considered pansexual? It depends. It really depends. Like, you'll see examples of, um, like, a heterosexual couple, so a man and a woman who are married, and then, say, the woman then, like, discovers that she is trans... And then you could not go through surgery and everything and still stay together, but now she is identifying as a man. And so they can stay together. You and okay. and that man, like husband might not be pansexual, bisexual to begin with. 
Okay. Mm. So it would like, be a more of a off in that case? Yeah, like or necessarily a one-off. I think that's when you start thinking about things like, what is a relationship? What are your priorities? So you yeah. have that yeah. person, you yeah. have these children together, you have this life together, and is the body part more important than everything you've built together? Totally. So it doesn't mean that they would be pansexual in that they'd be attracted to and just anyone. Yes, say those two people divorce. This person. It's not like that person is now like, oh, okay, now I'm pan. That that original person did, has not changed their sexuality or identity. That makes sense to me. But you're in kind of a circumstance where you're like, okay, all this this life and everything is worth more than that one thing. Okay, yeah. So that sort of makes yep. sense. Yep, yeah, yeah. Okay. And word from the word toss. <laughs> the word toss element. Oh my gosh, I feel like we're finishing easier that's fine that's yeah, nice that's, though our question is gay our word our word is gay from <laughs> word toss salad toss bowl word toss yes. salad toss bowl this game has evolved a lot i yes. feel like this is an interesting one to end on because i feel like it's a only um term term that they know and they might or whether they know it or not <laughs> but yeah i feel like it's it's kind of an introductory word for a lot of people and yeah. one that's been used in a lot of terrible ways as well yes so it's your attraction to the same sex i would say gay is homosexuality yes it's it's interesting that callie brought up it can be used in a lot of negative ways that's something i find a lot of that negative connotation and use of like that's so gay and um yeah it's kind of funny to to hear still hear that being used yeah and yeah and it's not funny no, I know. Funny, I, know what you mean. I know what you mean, but just to good kind joke. of just <laughs> yeah, not a good joke, Al. No, um, yeah, but just to kind of make a point on that, it's it's really not funny. I have yeah. a lot of friends who identify as gay, and it just makes me cringe. Okay, now- one thing I'll say is um, sometimes I've heard people use it. Even even recently, I can think of it. And as someone who likes to speak up about this a lot, I'll often say, oh, that's that's not a word we use. And I think kind of the best way I've seen people react to it once they say it is just they're like, you're right. Whoops. I should have just said I'm frustrated or something like that. So just acknowledge that it's wrong. I think, too, it just doesn't offer for people who are, you know, LGBTQ plus plus it doesn't offer an inclusive environment for them. Mm-hmm, if you use mm-hmm. that term in a very derogatory way or an uncomfortable way for others and it kind of shuts down that kind of acceptance and safe and caring place where people should support other people. I am mindful. Like I, I, I said it, I I feel stronger and more confident right now even walking away with this information from both of you. And Kelly, like, thank That's you. That's so good. Yeah, I feel like... Thank you for joining us. I'm so glad that I got to be a part of this. I literally just walked into Alex's house. Yeah. She poured me a gin. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty good classic to the podcast. Um, And I I do want to thank you for listening and learning along with us here. And a reminder that we're still learners ourselves. And so, as you'll hear, as you heard, we, we really are having conversations learning and we're not experts on any of this and I think it's important to continue to have um, conversations not just on our social media but with your own friends Mm -hmm. to help educate 
and share what you know and have conversations because like I said, I, as I took on a lot more of a student role in this episode and seriously, I'm sitting back, taking note, taking it all in and soaking it in. I feel personal growth myself from this. So I thank both of you for your help and mm-hmm. we are going to end this episode with a question from the jar. Ooh. We'll let Callie pick. Oh. Yeah, today. so we've had some people write in, and we still have Amy and I's original questions in here, so who knows what it's going to be. I feel honored. <laughs> to pull you will have to answer as well, Callie. Are... Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Oh, I like this one. What animal do you relate to the most? Oh, well, if you've been listening and... I asked Alex, Alex this question, so we'll let her go first to reiterate. Yeah, uh, so I'll just go quickly, and um, the animal I relate to the most is a gorilla, and if you want to know why, you need to go back and listen to episode three. I'd say the animal I relate to the most is not my favorite animal, because if you know me well, my absolute favorite animal is a African elephant, but I actually think I, I relate most to the porpoise, which is from the dolphin family. How come? Um, I like was at the Vancouver Aquarium after in 2011, after my first marathon I ever did and, and probably will ever do who knows, (laughs) maybe I'll go again. Um, but I was like staring at this porpoise and he was staring at me and he was just like swimming along and I just felt like we made this big connection. And then I researched a lot on, on porpoises after, and they were just so cool. Like they love swimming, they're social animals they have like relationships. I mean, to me, like they're energetic and outgoing. They have friendships, and I'm just like, yeah, that's me. So actually, I mean, yes, I love that. <laughs> yeah, so loved my time with the porpoise that I did like full on eye contact with for five minutes. Um, encouraged me to really look at porpoises. Kelly, what is your animal oh. you relate to the most? Oh my gosh. Okay, so as you're talking. I mean, I was listening, but also my mind was just being racked with all the animals in existence, but really only two animals came across my mind. Um, <laughs> so I, my gut feeling is a deer, but it's just I have a lot of connections to the deer. Deer, for those who know me, I do have a tattoo of a deer Ooh. on my arm. Um, Didn't pass out. <laughs> did not pass out. Um yeah, I think a deer, just because I've I've had a lot of connections to them. And strangely, I feel like, especially in the last, like, ten years of my life, seven out of ten birthdays, I see a deer on my birthday. Hmm. Cool. Interesting. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that is that is a symbol then. They're, like, trying mm-hmm. to connect with you. Yeah. In so, a way. I just, I don't know. There's something about the deer. They're peaceful. They like to run. I like to run. Mm-hmm. Maybe they like to sing. Yeah, it's unclear. Yeah. Well, they are stunning well, too. And oh. I know you can't see our faces, but Kelly has been a beautiful asset, mind and body here. So oh, thank you, Amy. We are so thankful for you to join us. You've been such a great help yeah. with understanding the terminology and supplying more understanding today that I'm very thankful you were here. It also helped take took off a lot of heat for me. <laughs> I was very nervous, intimidated, but I just wanted to let people who do feel nervous and intimidated know that, you know, these two were so welcoming and open to educating and sharing. And that made me a lot more comfortable in this situation as a student, not to feel intimidated or overwhelmed. And they would slow it down and help me out. And I asked questions behind the podcast and that was really helpful too. So 
Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And can I say yeah. one more thing? On yeah. That? Just, I, I was connecting to what you were saying earlier as well about um, when we were talking about the term gay mm-hmm. and acknowledging it as, oh yeah, I sure know what you use that word. But like, don't be afraid to be wrong too. Like it's okay to be wrong. Yes. And if you are wrong, then take it as a learning experience. I think we all did that in this. There was terms that came up that we were all like, ah, Mm-hmm. That it could be like we were questioning things and we, yeah, it's it's okay to have these discussions and I think that's so cool yeah. what you guys are doing is is just talking about these things. Yeah, that's the important part. So we encourage you to play word toss salad bowl question definition <laughs> whatever you want. Yeah, try it at home. See what you know. Yeah, and ask your friends as well because I think those people who are are exploring or questioning or learning more to identify for themselves they have been a resource? resource, yeah. Like a lot of my friends who identify as LGBTQ have been basically my textbooks at this point mm-hmm. to understanding all of the terminology. This week's podcast was brought to you by us talking so much we had enough content to split it up into two episodes. Just wait until we do our One Direction episode. Some of you would hope I'm kidding right now, and some of you hope that this is true. Be sure to check out our Instagram, Small Town Not Small Minds, for some awesome queer creators to support. Being an ally rocks. Thanks for listening. That's sickening.